अब पूरी फैमिली एक साथ श्री राम कथा का आनंद ले सकती है सिर्फ चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप पर जानिए श्री राम के बचपन से लेकर दशानन वध तक का सफर सरल रामायण घर के सभी सदस्यों के लिए आज ही डाउनलोड करें चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप एप्पल या गूगल प्ले स्टोर से Tom Tittot written by Flora Annie Steele Once upon a time there was a woman who lived along with her daughter She baked five pies But when they came out of the oven they were overbaked and the crust was far too hard to eat So she said to her daughter Daughter Please put these pies onto the shelf and leave them there a while. Surely they'll come again in time. By that you know she meant that they would become softer. But the daughter said to herself, if mother says the pies will come again, why I shouldn't eat these now? They would anyway come again. So, having good and young teeth, she set to work and ate the lot. First and last. Now When supper time came the woman said to her daughter go and get one of the pies they are sure to have come again by now then the girl went and looked but of course there was nothing but the empty dishes so back she came and said no mother they haven't come again not one of them asked the mother taken aback like not even one of them says the daughter quite confident well says the mother come again or not come again i will have one of the pies for my supper but you can't says the daughter how can you if they haven't come and they haven't as sure sure but i can says the mother getting angry go you at once child and bring me the best of them my teeth must just tackle it best or worst is all one answered the daughter quite sulky for i have ate the lot so you can't have one till it comes again well the mother she bounced up to say but half an eye told her there was nothing save the empty dishes so having no supper she sat down on the doorstep and bringing out her distaff began to spin and as she span she sang My daughter had five pies today. My daughter had ate five pies today, for she was quite irritated and astonished. Now, the king of that country happened to be coming down the street, and he heard the song going on and on, but could not quite make out the words. So he stopped his horse and asked, "What is that you are singing, my good woman?" The mother, though horrified at her daughter's appetite, did not want other folk. leastwise the king to know about it so she sang instead my daughter has spun five muslins today five muslins cried the king i never heard of anyone who could do that look you here i have been searching for a maiden to wife and your daughter who can spin five muslins a day is the very one for me only mind you though for 11 months of the year she shall be queen indeed and have all she likes to eat all the gowns she likes to get all the company she likes to keep and everything her heart desires 
in the 12th month she must set to work and spin 5 muslins a day and if she does not she must die come is it a bargain so the mother agreed she thought what a grand marriage it was for her daughter and as for the five muslins time enough to bother about them when the year came around the king would have forgotten all about it by then anyhow her daughter would be queen for 11 months so they were married and for 11 months the bride was as happy as she could be she had everything she liked to eat and all the gowns she liked to get all the company she cared to keep and everything her heart desired and her husband the king was as kind as he could be but in the 10th month she began to think of those five muslins and wonder if the king remembered and in the 11th month she began to dream about them as well but never a word did the king her husband say about them so she hoped he had forgotten but on the very last day of the 11th month the king her husband led her into a room she had never set her eyes on before it had one window and there was nothing in it but a stool and a spinning wheel now my dear he said quite kind like you will be shut in here tomorrow morning with some fiber and if by evening you have not spun five muslins you will spend rest of your life in prison well she was fair frightened for she had always been such a thoughtless girl that she had never learned to spin at all so what she was to do on the morrow she could not tell for see you she had no one to help her for of course now she was queen her mother didn't live near her so she just locked the door of her room sat down on a stool and cried and cried and cried until her pretty eyes were all red now as she sat sobbing and crying she heard a black magician little noise at the bottom of the door at first she thought it was a mouse then she thought it must be something knocking so she opened the door and what did she see a small little black magician like thing with a long tail that whisked round and round ever so fast what are you crying for said that thing making a bow and twirling its tail so fast that she could scarcely see it what's that to you said she shrinking a bit for that thing was very black magician like don't look at my tail if you are frightened says that smirking look at my toes aren't they beautiful and sure enough that had on buckled shoes with high heels and big bows ever so smart so she kind of forgot about the tail and wasn't so frightened and when he asked her again why she was crying she said it won't do any good if i do you don't know that says he twirling its tail faster and faster and sticking out its toes come tell me there's a good girl well says she it can't do any harm if it doesn't do well so she dried her pretty eyes and told he all about the pies and the muslins and everything from first to last and then that little black thing nearly burst with laughing if that is all it's easy mended <laughs> it says i'll come to your window every morning take the fiber and bring it back spun into five muslins at night come shall it be a bargain now she for all she was so thoughtless asked but what is your pay i will give you three guesses every night to guess my name and if you haven't guessed it before the month is up why said that black thing you shall be mine my beauty
three guesses every night for a whole month. She felt sure she would be able for so much and there was no other way out. So she just said, Yes, I agree. Well, the very next day, her husband led her to the strange room again. And there was the day's food and a spinning wheel and a great bundle of fiber. There you are, my dear, says he as polite as polite. And remember, if there are not five whole muslins tonight, you will spend rest of your life in prison. At that she began to tremble and after he had gone away and locked the door, she was just thinking of a good cry when she heard a black magician knocking at the window. She upped at once and opened it and sure enough, there was the small little black thing sitting on the window ledge, dangling its beautiful toes and twirling its tail so that you could scarcely see it. Good morning, my beauty, said he. Come, hand over the fiber. Sharp, there's a good girl. So she gave him the fiber and shut the window and you may be sure ate her victuals for, as you know, she had a good appetite. And the king, her husband, had promised to give her everything she liked to eat. So she ate to her heart's content. And when evening came and she heard that black magician knocking at the window again, she upped and opened it. And there was the small little black thing with five spun muslins on his arm. And it twirled its tail faster than ever and stuck out its beautiful toes and bowed and smirked and gave her the five muslins. Then he said, And now, my beauty, what is my name? And she answered quite easy like, That is, Bill? No, it ain't, says he, and twirled its tail. Then that is Ned, says she. No, it ain't, says he, and twirled its tail faster. Well, says she, a bit more thoughtful, That is Mark. No, it ain't, says he, and laughs and laughs and laughs and twirls its tail so as you couldn't see it as away he flew. When the king, her husband, came in, he was fine and pleased to see the five muslins all ready for him, for he was fond of his pretty wife. I hope all the other days will pass as happily. Then he said good night and locked the door and left her. But next morning they brought her fresh fibre and even more delicious foods. And the small little black thing came knocking at the window and stuck out its beautiful toes and twirled its tail faster and faster and took away the bundle of fiber and brought it back, all spun into five muslins by evening. Then she made her guess three times what his name was, but she could not guess right. And he laughed and laughed and laughed as he flew away. Now every morning and evening the same thing happened. And every evening she had her three guesses. But she never guessed right. And every day, the small little black thing laughed louder and louder and smirked more and more and looked at her maliceful out of the corners of its eyes until she began to get frightened and instead of eating all the fine foods left for her, spent the day in trying to think of names to say. But she never hit upon the right one. So it came to the last day of the month, but one. And when the small little black thing arrived in the evening, with the five muslins of fibre already spun, it could hardly say for smirking. Ain't you got my name yet? So says she, for she had been reading her Bible. Is that Nicodemus? No, it ain't, says he, and twirled its tail faster than you could see. Is that Samuel? Says she, all of a flutter. No, it ain't, my beauty, chuckles he, looking maliceful. Well, 
is that Methuselah? Says she, inclined to cry. Then he just fixes her with eyes like a coal afire and says, No, it ain't that neither. So there is only tomorrow night and then you'll be mine, my beauty. And away the small little black thing flew, its tail twirling and whisking so fast that you couldn't see it. Well, she felt so bad she couldn't even cry. But she heard the king, her husband, coming to the door. So she made bold to be cheerful and tried to smile when he said, Well done, wife. Five muslins again. I shall not send you to prison, my dear. Of that I am quite sure. So let us enjoy ourselves. Then he bade the servants bring supper and a stool for him to sit beside his queen and down they sat. Love alike, side by side. But the poor queen could eat nothing. She could not forget the small little black thing and the king hadn't eaten but a mouthful or two when he began to laugh and he laughed so long and so loud that at last the poor queen, all careless as she was, said, Why do you laugh so? At something I saw today, my love, says the king. I was out a-hunting and by chance I came to a place I had never been in before. It was in forests and there was an old chalk pit there. And out of the chalk pit, there came a black magician kind of a sort of a humming, bumming noise. So, I got off my hobby to see what made it and went quite to the edge of the pit and looked down. And what do you think I saw? The funniest, smallest little black magician-like thing you ever set eyes upon. And it had a little spinning wheel and it was spinning away for dear life. But the wheel didn't go so fast as its tail. And that span round and round. <laughs> you never saw the like. And its little feet had buckled shoes and bows on them. And they went up and down in a desperate hurry. And all the time, that small little black thing kept bumming and booming away at these words. Name me, name me not. Who'll guess it's Tom Tit Tot? Well, when she heard these words, the queen nearly jumped out of joy. But she managed to say nothing. But ate her supper quite comfortably. And she said no word when next morning the small little black thing came for the fibre. Though it looked so gleeful that she could hardly help laughing, knowing she had got the better of it. And when night came and she heard that knocking against the window panes, she put on a worried face and opened the window slowly, as if she was afraid. But that thing was as bold as brass and came right inside, grinning from ear to ear. And oh my goodness, how his tail was twirling and whisking. Well, my beauty, says he, giving her the five muslins already spun. What's my name? Then she put down her lip and says, tearful like, Is that Solomon? No, it ain't, <laughs> laughs he. And the small little black thing came further into the room. So she tried again. And this time, she seemed hardly able to speak for fright. Well, uh, is that Zebedee? She says. No, it ain't, cried he, full of glee. And it came quite close and stretched out its little black hands to her. And, uh-oh, it's tail. Take time, my beauty, says he, sort of jeering like. And its small little black eyes seemed to eat her up. Take time. Remember, next guess and you're mine. Well, she backed just a wee bit from it and for it was just horrible to look at. 
But then she laughed out and pointed her finger at it and said, Name me, name me not. Your name is Tom Tit Tot. And you never heard such a shriek as that small little black thing gave out. Its tail dropped down straight, its feet all crumpled up, and away he flew into the dark. And she never saw it no more. And she lived happily ever after with her husband, the king.